Welcome back guys, you're listening to You, Me and MotoGP podcast. This week we'll be doing a little preview of what's to come this weekend in America. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on any forms you may be listening to. Dion, how was your week? Uh, to me it was a not so good week. Uh, no racing this week, so not so good. Maybe next week it better. Um, Borat, I really don't want any of your Siabata, bro. <laughs> I was not going for Borat there, but I can hear it as well. So let's maybe not do any accents going further. It's uh, not such a good idea. Maybe people like it. Maybe it's refreshing. It gives them, you know, pre-race interview vibes. No, it doesn't. I- I'm pretty sure we just lost 10 of our... 20 followers, so... Yeah, sorry, Europe. we will try. We will, we'll, we'll do better. <laughs> Sinead, uh, welcome to our first ever preview show. This is the first time we do a show of a preview and not actually talk after the race, but before it. Back me up here a little. How boring was this weekend without any racing? Not that boring. For anyone who wanted to know, Dion tried to pretend he's in the MotoGP race at Magic Company, enjoying a five-year-old motorbike game. Yeah, it is quite old. The graphics is terrible. It's like PlayStation 1 for our American viewers. A magic company is like an arcade-style place where you play old arcade games, and we found one with a MotoGP race simulator, but it was absolutely horrific. But I guess it kind of fed the addiction a little bit just to hold out for America. Yeah, and it's really funny when that three-year-old beat you for the second lap. That game is very unrealistic. And that three-year-old is obviously above naturally talented. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shanae, it's a week later and all our emotions have settled after the crazy weekend that was Argentina. Let's just maybe round it off before we move on to Kota. What's your last thoughts? Or, you know what, let me me phrase a question to you that I've been thinking about this week. Do you think Marco Bezeki is a realistic championship contender now or is it just one or two good races? What's your opinion? I don't know. Let's see what he does. I think he'll surprise us. I think you're right. He might be able to surprise us, but he is also a youngster. It's his second or third year. So I don't think they should put too much or anybody should put too much pressure or too much hope on him. Not to talk down on him, but uh, we saw last year with Aprilia and Anaya Bastianini to be that young and inexperienced. It's difficult to put up a proper title fight. Another thing about Argentina that came out this week is that some of the the riders and some of the people in the paddock have complained about the outdated facility at uh, Argentina. So obviously the track we know is low grip or whatever, but there wasn't too much complaints about that. The main complaint came through about the actual facility, the buildings. Sinead, do you think that riders should have power in deciding where races take, uh, take place? Yes, um, of course I think riders should have, you know, say in it. But I think also eliminating another track from the MotoGP racing, you know, it's really good exposure for the sports to be traveling to all these countries. So maybe they could just give them some time just to do some upgrades and just, you know, put it up to the standard as what they require. Maybe set some targets for them, give them a list of stuff that they require for an upgrade and then give them two or three years because all, we all know Rome was a built-in day. So play open cards and tell them what's needed to happen if they want MotoGP to stay there. Quickly, Sinead, before we move on, something that I noticed this week, the video pass cost for South Africans is about three and a half thousand rand. 
personally, I think it's a little ridiculous. What's, what's your viewpoint? What's your opinion? Yeah, well, I think it's also quite steep. You know, they should maybe just consider where their viewers are watching from and just the exchange rate and everything and just kind of adjust it to the country where the specific viewer is or else they'll exile their viewers from watching MotoGP. And- I agree. Uh, I definitely agree with you. The cost of that video pass is just absolutely ridiculous and Dorna definitely has to have a look at that. Then, Shanaiki, why everybody's here and why we are here. Kota, round three, 2023. Excited to go back to the circuit of Americas. A little bit of a background of, of the track. It's also going to be a low-grip track, like Argentina. So, also a low-grip track, unless they resurfaced it. But I did a little bit of research, and it doesn't seem like they did. It's a 5.5-kilometer track. Some past results um, at the track in 2022. First place, Inaya Bassinini. Second place, Alex Rins. Third place, Jack Miller. Alex Rins going quite well there, but obviously still being on a Suzuki. 2021, first place, Mark Marquez. Uh, second place, Fabio Quattararo. And third place, Francesco Benyaya. Then I want to chat a little bit about everybody's favorite for this race, Mark Marquez. I did some homework and the facts coming back about Mark and this track is just unbelievable. Just to give you a little bit of a background, in 2015, Mark was first. In 2016, Mark was first. In 2017, Mark was first. In 2018, Mark was first. In 2019, there was a did not finish for Mark. 2020, we had COVID. 2021, he was first. 2022, which is last year, he finished sixth. But he came from last on the grid after having a terrible start. I'm not a gambling man, but can you look past Mark Marquez for winning this this weekend? What's your opinion? Well, maybe he thinks already has an advantage and then someone else wins for a change. Yeah, it might get a little bit bigger, but I'm going to contradict you a little and say that I think that he will win it. He is a cowboy and they are in Austin, Texas, so... Well, maybe the Australian cowboy will come back and show them what they've been waiting for. Oh, that would be so nice. Do you know what a shoey is? Now that you talk about the Australian cowboy. So a shoey is a celebration Jack Miller does. Oh, uh, they drink out of the shoey. Yes, and that started, and I uh, might be wrong here, but it started in America. So it's a very American thing. Well, so, no Prosecco showers, but maybe... No, they drink the sweaty, Prosecco. Oh, imagine that's so gross. Sweaty Prosecco shots. Hopefully, he doesn't force anyone else to drink out of it again, because previously... Probably going to be bread. Oh, that would be so funny. Yeah. Well, imagine that. We've got Miller, then Brad, and then my man, Jorge, that I'm backing for this one. Thank you for teeing that up so nicely for me, Shanae. My next question. Gut feeling only, no instinct, no common sense, just on what you feel. Who do you think is going to have a good weekend? Not necessarily maybe win, but is going to take a big step and, and end up the big winner, better off than Argentina, of, of Dakota. Who's, who's that person for you? No! Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm assuming you mean Anaya Bassinini. That's correct, sir. No, I just think he's done a lot better than what he started this year off with. I don't know, with his injury and everything, he'll come back stronger than ever. I think that might be a good shout, eh? There's a little bit of news this week, now. There seems to be some rumours 
flying around that Mark Marquez might be joining KTM next year. Do you mean on like the gas gas or KTM? Because who's losing their seat? That's a good question. So, funnily enough, I think Brad's contract's up this year, but I don't see KTM getting rid of their golden boy. So, I'm assuming someone like Paul Espargo might lose his seat and then Jack might take over at gas gas, move him to gas gas. I don't know how his contract is set up. But there's no real, I don't want to say space, but we, who, who would you drop out of KTM or Gas Gas to put in Mark Marquez? Would you drop someone or do you think Marquez is over his days now? I don't think I'll split up the dream team of Miller and Brad, you know, on the top KTMs. And I, they're, they're the new, they're still like the new, the, the hip boys. The, you know, the youngsters. But do you think Mark would sign a deal with someone like Gas Gas, which Yes, they label it as a factory team, but we all know it's not. So maybe if they give him all the back factory support, I think we can sit and wonder about this for hours. But interesting little article coming out that that might be something. I think Conda's going to pay a lot of money to keep Mark there. Then they're going to have to pay a lot of money to fix the bike so that he's happy to stay there. <laughs> Staying with Mark, Mark is then, Shanae. Let me give you a little bit of a background before I ask you a question. Obviously, you know Mark, Mark has got a penalty against him uh, for running into Miguel Oliveira in Portugal. The penalty from Dorna then stated that he should serve a double long lap at the Argentina GP. Obviously now he's Mr. Argentina GP and he will be back in America. So he kind of dodged that penalty. What then later happened is Dorna wanted to rewrite the penalty to tell him he should take it in Cota and it's ended up in the Sports Court of Appeal or wherever that might be. So, long story short, understanding what it's about, do you think Mark is clever to appeal this decision, or whose fault do you think this is, this whole discrepancy? Yeah, well, I think you can't fight the written word, and if that's how it was documented, then that's how it was meant to be played out, and you can't go changing things after the fact of the matter. It's going to leave, you know, a lot of loopholes for future races and future, so they just need to be more focused when they are writing up these things. I have to say I agree with you 100%. It's a little bit of egg on the face or Dorna, but it should be lesson learned. Rewrite the, the rule book or let it state at the next Grand Prix, not specify what Grand Prix, and take it on the turn and move along. And then, Shanae, I think we should end off our shortened uh, preview episode with some official predictions. We did some gut feelings earlier on of who's going to be the big winners, but let's do... Let's put it out there. Let's do official predictions. And I think we should do a little fantasy league type of thing here. So I'm going to take down, write down your official predictions here. And we'll get points for everyone we get right on the podium. So one point for every person we get right on the podium. And then at the end of the season, let's see who has the most points. So your prediction for the sprint race, you know? So my predictions, because that's why I love sports and how unpredictable it can be, even though we know who the racetrack favorite is. With uh, with your previous assessment, I'll go for sprints, Fabio. Fabio to win? Yes. Okay, so Fabio won. Yes. And then Frankie, my last man's pick of the week, um, second for sprints, and then Mark. Or case for third because let's just keep him relevant. So I feel like those first two are like hot picks, and then the third one is like you playing it safe so you can get that point because you can't leave Mark off the, the podium, I guess. And who do you have? Like a proper old school gambler, I'm looking at the odds. 
so Mark Marquez to win. Um, no surprises there. I'm going to put Miguel Oliveira as a second. He's back this week, and I think he's taking a while to the Aprilia. And then, again, going with my head and not my heart, I'm going to put Pekka Benyaya. He can't rule out Pekka. He's a championship favourite, so I think that those three will score me the most amount of points. Um, did anyone put any bets last week for Brad winning the sprints? Anything's possible, just saying. Yeah, I know. It's like... In 2015, did anyone bet that Japan would beat the Springboks? No, they wouldn't. That doesn't mean you're going to do it every weekend. No offense, Brad. I want to beat you in this fantasy Let's league. See. Let's <laughs> see. Then main race, you know, what are you thinking? Who's going to take, who's, who's your podium for the main race? Same points applied. I'm going to put Paul Hay Martins for first for the Sunday. Good shot. And then I want to see some Alex runs, you know. Up on that podium again. Ooh, Alex loves Kota, so that's that's also a good shot. I think he's going to struggle on a Honda, but not a bad shot. And then I'm giving third to Naya because I want to see his comeback. I'm going straight with Pekka for the win. Uh, Pekka fell out of second place last week, so I think he's going to be determined to... Boring. Yeah, oh, no. You're not going to like my second either. You want to guess? Uh, Mark Marquez. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. Okay, and then after having two decisions with my brain, I'm going to have one with my heart as well. So I'm putting Brad on the podium. You made me feel bad for not choosing Brad earlier. So I'm going to put Brad in third place on the weekend. So let's hope this works out for him. Okay, speaking about bad Brad, um, so I think we should start a new game on the side. We can make it a drinking game for every time this podcast mentions Brad or KTM. Then you may take a shot. I uh, will end up doing this drunk all the time, I guess. Probably, yes. Okay, but at least our listeners will be drunk as well. You guys have to play with us. So, a new drinking game. Anytime you mention Brad or KTM. Bad Brad. Bad Brad. <laughs> or KTM. We, we take a shot. <laughs> That's it for the week, Nate. Just a few days left of boredom before we get back to racing. And as much as I know you'll deny it right now, I know you're just excited as I am for this weekend in America. Yeah, I want to see what this um, redneck spin on MotoGP is going to take us in America. Oh, it's going to be fun. Okay, cool. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Nate. Bye.